Hello, and thanks for listening to the Braves Craze podcast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And be sure to follow the Braves Doctor on Twitter at Dr. Braves. Hello, Braves country. What's up? This is the Braves Craze podcast for Sunday, July 12th, 2022. Thanks for tuning into this podcast. Uh, We've got a lot to talk about this week, and almost all of it is good. Uh, As you probably know, it's a great time to be a Braves fan as we have won 11 straight games. Uh, That's the longest in the big leagues right now, and we are on a good roll. Everything is clicking, and uh, the Braves, uh, like I said, are are on a great roll right now. Uh, Before we get started, uh, thank you for listening. I appreciate all the support you give me for this podcast. Uh, Please give me a follow and a like on your favorite podcasting platform, if you so choose, uh, I can be found on Twitter at Dr. Braves. Feel free to send me any questions or comments about this podcast on Twitter, and I will use those questions in an upcoming episode if you would uh, like. So, again, thanks again for all the support. Uh, yeah, again, what a week for the Braves. Uh, 11 straight uh, this week with Oakland and Pittsburgh. Going back to last week with Arizona and Colorado on the road, uh, the Braves have just been on a tear. Uh, everything is clicking right now. Uh, this team, which uh, struggled to get over 500, uh, they got there earlier in the year and then stayed below it for quite some time. Uh, now they're on a roll with 11 straight, have, 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 have uh, carved into that Mets lead in first place for the National League East, uh, and they are looking really good right now as a team. Uh, everything, like I said, is clicking uh, for the Atlanta Braves. Uh, I want to kind of go through some of the things that are kind of working now. Uh, and I've got a few concerns I want to talk about, but again, this is going to be a very, very positive podcast and a fun podcast, I think, to talk about what all's going right. So uh, let's start with the pitching, the starting pitching. Uh, we just keep getting great starting pitching each game for this team. Uh, you know, it's not been flawless, uh, but it's been very, very good today. Kyle Wright was really good again. Uh, he keeps being good. <clears throat> he gave up a home run uh, to Brian Reynolds. By the way, Brian Reynolds is a really good baseball player for Pittsburgh. Uh, he, he hit us all weekend, uh, you know, lit us up in, in, in each game this weekend, and, and that guy's really good. Uh, but we overcame, uh, and again, he got a home run today, uh, a couple of big hits yesterday. But Wright was good. Uh, Max Free looks like an ace right now. He, he is as advertised. Uh, Spencer Strider into that fifth row, fifth spot now is starting to give us what we think we need in the fifth starter, and that's a wonderful thing. Uh, we got some guys stuck in the minor leagues now, uh, not starting, but, you know, Spencer looks like that guy in the fifth spot. Uh, Egan Anderson's been really good uh, as well. Charlie Morton uh, has been up and down some, not quite in midseason form, but he's pitching certainly good enough. And that starting pitching staff, in my mind, at this point in time, is a big strength. You really think about this staff, and there's a lot of good pitching in the National League in baseball. Uh, you know, you, you go out to uh, to New York with DeGrom and Scherzer if they're healthy, uh, the Mets who were, were chasing still, uh, some other guys in the, in the division, uh, really, really good as well. Uh, Aaron Nolo in Philly with Zach Wheeler. Uh, just plenty of good starting, but I, I like our five guys as good as anybody at this point in time. Uh, Freed and Wright are probably our one and two right now, and their numbers stack up as good as anybody in baseball. Uh, you've got, got a guy like Charlie Morton, who's a big-money, big-game pitcher. We know how good he can be and has been. 
in the past. Uh, you, you got Ian Anderson, who has also performed very well in the playoffs in the World Series before. And now you got Spencer Strider, uh, who is kind of the wild card guy, who, who, who has ace potential coming in here, hitting triple digits for this team uh, as the number five starter now. If that guy's your five starter, folks, uh, you're, you're in pretty good shape. And that's where the Braves kind of stand with Spencer Strider in that five slot right now. Uh, throwing those those BBs, those 101-mile-an-hour fastballs consistently here with this team. Also, the slider looks really good for Spencer as well. Uh, pitching with a lot of poise is, is he right now. So uh, very, very excited for this rotation. They've been doing a great job keeping us in every game we play. Uh, and then let's talk about the bullpen. Uh, the bullpen's been a strength all year. Uh, it continues to be a strength. Uh, Kenley Jansen uh, is picking up saves a lot now. He's coming into the end of the game and – and been pretty dominant the last couple of weeks or so, uh, closing out ball games. He had a few bad stretches there for a while, uh, but Kenley Jansen's still a very, very good pitcher with good stuff. Uh, the cutter really moves uh, right to left, uh, and it's very difficult for right-handers to reach that ball. Uh, so Kenley is tough on righties. He, he knows how to pitch and gets lefties out as well. So, uh, you know, our closure situation's really good. Uh, Will Smith's been a little shaky from time to time, uh, but, but he's getting better. A.J. Minter is probably going to make the all-star team, or, you know, he should. You know, we, we know that closers, non-closers don't really make all-star games that much, but A.J. Minter's been very deserving of, of any award he could get. Uh, really, really good so far this season for Minter. Uh, so the bullpen's been great. You know, guys like Jackson Stevens uh, have performed very well. Uh, this new guy, Cruz, we called up, uh, big, strong guy with a lot of power, has also been very good. Uh, so I think this team and, and the All-Star, I'm sorry, excuse me, this team in the bullpen uh, is, is very strong, uh, and we have many guys out there. The one thing I will say, Strider was a big, big arm out in the bullpen that gave us multiple innings. So not having him there, uh, I wonder how that's going to affect us, but so far, so good uh, in the bullpen with Spencer Strider moving to the rotation. Uh so that's the pitching. Uh, it's all been good. Uh, l- let's now talk about the offense. And this has probably been the best part of the team right now with, with coming together and playing so well. Uh, the hitting has been great. It's just uh, everybody down from, from top to bottom, except maybe one guy has been tremendous for the last few weeks. Uh, I'm going to throw a few names out there. Let's start with Austin Riley. Uh, who, who has been crushing home runs, long home runs, timely home runs, giving us big leads uh, with his big bat. Uh, Austin Riley uh, playing an all-star caliber third base defensively. Uh, I, I think he deserves a good look at a gold glove, but unfortunately we have Nolan Arenado in the National League who has won about 100 in a row. So uh, Riley gets overlooked on his defense a good bit, but Riley's offense, uh, he won the Silver Slugger last year. You're not going to overlook the guy's offense. He's already sitting on 16 homers this year uh, and, and is playing great. Uh, Ozzy Albies has kind of picked it up now with two home runs, including today's big grand slam. I'm sorry, yesterday's big grand slam from Saturday. So Ozzy, uh, when Ozzy's hitting and, and, and flying around the bases, this team is a lot better and, and he's doing that right now. So, uh, you know, Ozzy was struggling for a bit there. Uh, we, we famously heard uh, Brian Jordan and Chip talk a lot about he had a home run in the wild and kept calling the time he was going to do it. I think Chip did that. But Ozzy has come through with two big ones this week, including the slam. And the slam was off, was left-handed this uh, yesterday. We know Ozzy's a much better right-handed batter, hitter, but he did hit the, hit the, uh, the slam from the left side against the righty. Uh, and that's a good sign. He hit one earlier in the week from the right side. So, uh, you know, Ozzy's starting to find his range. 
Uh, Adam Duvall has just figured it out all of a sudden. Man, he was really not good for most of the first part of the season. Uh, those of you who listened to this podcast before and in the past know I like Adam a, a great deal, and I do. I'm, I'm a Duvall fan, but he was struggling mildly for a while. Uh, he's made some adjustments according to what they said on the broadcast uh, with his stance. He was a little bit too high up and, and maybe a little more of a crouch now, and he is, uh, he is starting to hit the ball really good. Two homers today. Uh, he, he's coming through and looking like Duvall of old. Dansby Swanson, a lot's been made about him being in the two-hole now, batting second, and, and he has been so good now for a few weeks hitting the ball. Uh, Dansby's defense has been tremendous all season and last season, but now uh, he, he is an offensive threat, and right now is one of the better players in the league, folks. He has really picked it up and playing great. So Dansby Swanson, a big part of the success. Uh, we can't not mention Ronald Acuna. Uh, who is also uh, hitting the long ball again now. Uh, he went through a stretch where he didn't hit a long ball in a while. Now, again, he was injured, and we, we were worried about him getting everything right. He always hit, but now the long ball's coming back. Uh, he's stealing bases. He's playing a good right field. And of note, he has played right field, I believe, now six straight games in a row as opposed to DH. And, you know, he makes us a better team defensively for sure when he's in right field. You put Duvall in left. Michael Harris Jr. in center, Michael Harris the second in center, and Ronald and Wright. That's one of the best defensive outfields you're going to hear about in, in baseball. And I tell you, I'd put that one up against anybody catching ball, running down balls right now. Uh, they're really, really good out there. Uh, the catchers, Duvall and Darno, or I'm sorry, Contreras and Darno are, are really good. We've seen stats on the screen from the broadcast. Uh, about the combined catching numbers between the two and how much how much better they are than anyone anyone else in the league and uh, that's that's really obvious they've both been really good. Uh, William Contreras has pushed Brian Snicker's hand to uh, to get more playing time and I don't mean verbally just by on the field. Uh, and now uh, we, we're going to talk a second about the in a second about the new uh, arrangement they have for catching for this team. But uh, Contreras has been really really good. Uh, and and that is making this team a lot better. That gives us one more bat, either off the bench, sometimes at DH, and we'll talk about DH in a second too, and then oftentimes starting now with Contreras out there. And then Darno has been very, very good as well. Uh, Matt Olson also picking it up with a big home run of the day, uh, hitting the ball better for sure. Uh, you know, uh, we expect a few more homers out of Matt. He's, only, he's sitting on eight right now, I think. Uh, which is a little behind what you would expect him to do, but he's certainly been good for this team. Uh, he's been just fine. Uh, we do expect a little more pop out of him, and I think you'll start seeing that down the stretch here in, in the summer months uh, as it gets warmer in June and July for sure. So uh, I, there's one name I didn't really call out there in the starting lineup, and that's Marcel Ozuna. Uh, Marcel has kind of struggled, and he is not playing very well. Uh, he does have some home runs. I believe he has 10 home runs. But Marcel has not been that good. His uh, average is down. His own base is down. Uh, he has sort of been a problem with the bat. Uh, we know he's not a very good outfielder, so the more he's played left field when Ronald had to DH or was DHing, the worse that was for the team. Uh, but Marcel now is uh, is solely DHing when he plays. Uh, he is losing some at-bats, though, now to uh, Contreras when Darno catches, and I do like that a lot at this point because Marcel is – we not our best option at DH with, with Contre if Contreras is sitting and, and Travis is catching. So uh, I wonder what that means for Marcel going forth. Uh, this team is really good. 
we have a couple of good hitters uh, in addition with Orlando Garcia on the bench too, who can come in there and fill a spot if Ozuna is not going to hit the way Ozuna can hit. So uh, it's sort of time for Marcel to sort of do put some work in, find himself, and and figure out what he's going to be at this point because uh, th this team is clicking on all cylinders and there are guys that they're that are hungry for playing time, young guys in particular, uh, on that bench and, and Contreras. So, uh, you know, we talked a lot about Marcel when the season started with him coming back from the suspension. Didn't know for sure what to expect. Wondered if they could move his contract and trade him. And it's very difficult to do that with, with a guy who's aging a little bit and has some questionable things in his background. And, again, I'm not going to get into – uh, what happened, he, he was, he was uh, let off of this situation on this, this charge that happened into a misdemeanor. So you, you have to respect that and, and know that he's here on this team. But uh, at this point in time, all that aside, he's just not performing the way we need our DH and a middle-of-the-order guy to perform. Uh, and I say middle-of-the-order, Marcel has been moved down the order. He's batting sixth and seventh a good bit now uh, to compensate for those struggles. Uh, Snicker has famously moved some guys down, like Austin Riley, uh, when he struggled, and, and Austin picked it up. So I guess hoping Marcel does that. But so far, with Marcel, that has not worked the way we would like. I mentioned the catching rotation. So reports now say that the Braves are going to catch uh, Darno and, and uh, Contreras two days on and two days off. So you should see a guy starting two days in a row for the most part, then getting two days off. Uh, so that's going to get both guys in there some and out of there some, apparently, unless they DH. Uh, you know, I, I like the fact that, that a guy like Contreras has earned a spot and shown this team we're better off them on the field. Uh, it's created a good problem because Travis Darno has played very well, and he's a very good catcher in this league as well. So uh, no one is really suggesting that Travis has lost anything as far as the starting spot, but Contreras has just forced the hand of this Braves team to play. Uh, I said last week that one of the things I thought they should look at was finding a third catcher. Uh, so you can freely use Darno or, or uh, probably Contreras more, so, more as such as a DH with this team, and that's something they would like to do more. I would hope they would do more if Azuna continues to struggle. But uh, without having a third catcher, it's tough to, to burn your catcher as a DH and not have another guy to back up on this team. I want to take a minute and talk about Michael Harris the second now. Uh, you know, I, I was a little critical last week of saying the Braves may have rushed him, and I think they may have rushed him. But I tell you what, Michael Harris has played really, really well the last couple weeks, last week or so here for this team. Uh, he is a tremendous defensive center fielder. There's no question about that. His effort out there, his instincts, uh, his just plain old speed in the center field. He's outrun some balls. He's made some diving catches. Uh, he makes this team defensively a lot, and I mean a lot better in the outfield. Uh, Michael is also starting to get on base now and hitting the ball. Uh, his average clip has been over 300 the last week or so, and he is, uh, he's becoming a, a very big part of what this team is becoming. You know, I will say one of the reasons I said what I said about him being rushed a bit is I believe Michael Harris is a more dynamic hitter than we're seeing now. Uh, I believe the Braves expect him to be a more dynamic hitter. He will be a guy that hits – in the upper part of the order. Uh, I think he's got good power. He's yet to hit his first home run, but I think he's a guy they want to be a star in this league to some level. Now, I don't think he is Acuna level uh, 
his, I don't think he's a Cunha level talent, but he's very, very good, and he is a star talent in this league. And, and I just hope that the rushing a little bit, as I said, doesn't kind of stunt that a little bit. But so far, the guy doesn't look uh, overmatched. He doesn't look overwhelmed in this league. And I think he is, is playing very, very well. Uh, you know, we've all talked about maybe long-term the outfield's going to be a, a Michael Harris, Ron Lacuna, Drew Waters outfield uh, with, with Waters probably going to left with Harris staying in center. Uh, Waters is also a center field type guy who can play very good defense, uh, seems to have a very good bat, uh, and is a really big prospect also. Uh, that outfield, the athleticism seems really, really uh, crazy to me, and I hope that is what we do by next year. Uh, and, and I love uh, I love uh, Adam Duvall, but but I, I think he's on a one-year deal left. So uh, you know we all hope those prospects do come through. But so far Harris looks great, and I think he may stick here. I was not so sure he would stay in the majors, uh, but man, I'm impressed with what I've seen so far. And again, there's still a lot of room to grow for Michael, but but he is playing very very well. Excited to have the kid here. So. Uh, I want to talk about the one concern I do have for this team that I've mentioned before, uh, and that's our depth. Uh, I, I don't see a lot of depth for this team, in particular from the position players. Uh, you know, the bench is still kind of thin. Uh, Contreras, I've mentioned, we'll call Contreras the backup catcher right now, but uh, we all know he is not going to be backing up much longer. He really isn't now. It's a timeshare. Uh, but, but he is the one bad here, Darno, when they're not starting off the bench that really is potent. Uh, Orlando Arcia has been good from time to time as well, so I, I do like him as well, but he's the only real infield backup player we have on this team. Uh, you know, we're carrying uh, the outfielder, uh, Guillermo Heredia. Who we all, we, you know, and he's had some big hits, but I don't think he's a very good hitter. He's also seemingly not defending quite as well as he was. So, uh, you know, an injury to someone, I don't even want to say that out loud, but an injury to a, a position player, could really be a problem for this team. I don't know that we've got a lot of replacement players to come up and play an outfield slot, an infield slot, particularly an infield slot right now, second, short, third. Uh, Arcia would be the guy to come in here, but, you know, uh, there's not a lot of guys behind him to come in and play every day. And honestly, every day for Arcia, as opposed to an infielder right now, is also a, a pretty big downgrade. Uh, nothing against Orlando. He's a pretty good player and done well. But I just do worry about that position depth in particular, out of the uh, position players. The bullpen and the pitching rotation, we've got some depth in AAA down there for that. So uh, those guys could probably fill the role a little bit more uh, neatly than could be an infielder, but uh, I do hope we find a little more depth somewhere. I think we've been signing some guys searching for that, uh, but I think the guys we've signed so far have been a bit of a, a stretch uh, just to try to figure out what to do. When we picked up Mike Ford a couple days ago, formerly of the Yankees, and I believe the Mariners is a big first baseman with some pop uh, who was DFA'd, who is now in, in, uh, in Gwinnett, if I'm not mistaken. So that's a guy that could come in and maybe give us a bench bat, uh, a backup guy, uh, something like that. So we'll see. But uh, I, I know Anthopolis is always looking, so I suspect we may see some deals made later in the season for some infield backup depth, pinch hitting depth, I would hope. Because that, to me, is one of, the, one of the more glaring weaknesses. Now, again, with the DH, there's not as much pinch hitting going on. It's more of a reserve uh, in case somebody gets hurt, spot start kind of thing. But we have not given guys like Dansby or Austin Riley or Ozzie many days off at this point in time. Really none. Or Matt Olson. So, 
Uh, you know, I know Freddie down the stretch a few years ago and last year and two years ago kind of wilted because he played every day. So I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of, of a day off here and there for guys. And we're not doing anything like that right now. So I would like to see a uh, system with, with Brian Snicker to get some guys some days off and kind of preserve their legs for down the stretch. Uh, you know, the one, a couple of things I will tell you that, that may help with some depth coming back is we, we are set to get, uh, hopefully without any other setbacks, Mike Soroka and Tyler Yates uh, to come help us. Uh, Yates is a relief pitcher uh, that can really do some damage, was a closer for the Padres uh, before he got Tommy John surgery and got injured. So he should come back after the All-Star break, I believe. And then Soroka is down in Florida still. Haven't heard an update from, from Mike on what he's doing or about how he's doing, but he certainly is a guy that uh, that can really help us if he is, you know, back where he was. He was probably our best young pitcher, as you know, um, before he got hurt with those freak two accident injuries with the Achilles. So, uh, you know, there, there's that for uh, for Soroka and, and Yates to come back as well. Uh, I, I really, really hope Soroka gets it right and, and comes in here healthy because he's a guy that we all loved. And uh, I think I said Tyler Yates. It's Kirby Yates. I apologize for getting his name wrong there on the first name, but it's Kirby Yates, the pitcher for the Padres, formerly of the Padres, to come back to the Braves here to help us in the bullpen. He's a late inning right-handed pitcher that should be very good for us also. Uh, I want to mention the Braves minor league system. Uh, we all know the system has been ranked lower and taken a hit on its rankings in the last couple of years, uh, and, and that is – not something I'm really happy about. Uh, we've always had, for the last few years, a great system. And, and you know, that system has, has produced a lot of great players. And we'll name a few here. Ron Lacuna, uh, Freddie Freeman, Austin Riley, uh, Max Freed, although he was traded by way of the Padres, but did a lot of development in our system. Uh, Michael Harris, the big prospect up there now. Uh, Ozzy Albies, obviously, Dansby Swanson, was traded for from the Diamondback system, but came through us a good bit as well. Uh, Contreras, I can go on and on. All these guys came up, and the system has produced wonderful players. Uh, I think it's underrated now a bit because guys like Michael Harris are there, Drew Waters is there, uh, but it, it has not been loaded the way it was before. So uh, I think it's time to try to figure out a way to get that system back. Uh, you know, that goes from good drafting, good international signings, and we, we were, for lack of a better word, handcuffed by the copy international debacle and we could not sign international guys for a while. So that is, I think, over now, and we're getting to sign guys again. Uh, but the Braves have some work to do there. Uh, I do think we have some pretty good younger prospects coming through our system now that may end up being uh, pretty darn good uh, for this team. Uh, we will see. Uh, I've talked a little bit about the shortstop down in single-A ball now that we have on this team. So Vaughn Grissom, I like him a lot. Uh, I like Drew Waters a lot. Uh, there are some pitchers down there that, that I believe are going to be really good. Victor Vodnik, a reliever, uh, I'm pretty fond of as well with a, with a big arm. Uh, and there's a, some more guys I didn't mention for sure, some starting pitchers down there. They're a little older, they're ready, that we've seen some of this year. But uh, the system is not what it was. But, you know, I do think it's underrated. We have produced a ton of folks from the minor league system. And that's a credit to our Braves staff right now, our, our, our front office guys, our coaches everywhere. They have done a good job. For a while now, but I do think it's time to build back up and get that system back going. So watch for that as we go forward. Uh, again, what a great week for the Braves. 11-game uh, win streak, 7-0 uh, this week. We got six games coming up, hit the road for Washington. Uh, 
for three games, the Nats get a day, get a day off on Thursday, I believe. Then we head to Chicago to the Cubs. So six games all on the road this week. Uh, the Braves, uh, again, red hot. Hopefully they can keep this going. Uh, tomorrow it's Ian Anderson versus uh, Josiah Gray, I believe is his name, Josiah Gray. Uh, good young pitcher for the Washington Nationals. Uh, that is a – what time does that game start? I believe that's a 6.05 p.m. start uh, for the Braves on Monday. Uh, Tuesday, Max Fried and Steven Strasburg in a pretty pretty big-name matchup there. Strasburg has not been back that long and has not pitched well yet this year, but we all know Strasburg has uh, got some stuff. And then on Wednesday, the Braves has Spencer Strider versus Eric Fetty for the Nats. So, again, what a great time to be a Braves fan. What a great couple of weeks it's been for the Braves. Let's keep this up, Braves. Have a great week, everybody. Watch some Braves baseball. Let's go, Braves.